there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Moonshine available tomorrow at this time, 11 a.m. Eastern, tailgate Moonshine. We have azalea. That's the new flavor. It tastes great. Uh, we also have limited supplies of salted caramel and cinnamon apple. They're available first come, first serve. Limited quantities here, as you know, but uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, available at danpatrick.com. We'll get to phone calls coming up. We talked to Mike Trico at Augusta, and he said there's not a lot of tension or friction. He doesn't feel the PGA Tour versus the Live Tour. It just feels like there's an undercurrent there. But also, this is not the tournament that you go to and you're thinking about other things other than winning the green jacket. In fairness to these players, that they could put their battles aside or tension aside, uh, grudges aside, and go out there and play. Because if not, you get humbled there at Augusta. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app. Uh, it's unofficial. All precincts aren't in yet, but Joel Embiid won the MVP last night or made sure that he won the MVP, put up 52 on the Celtics. And uh, I think he is now comfortably ahead as your MVP this year. Voting is still going on. In fact, the NBA will send out an email to remind you, hey, <clears throat> and they did this yesterday where they sent it out an email and they're like, all right, hey, make sure you're uh, going to vote. And, uh, so you got a few more days, but Joel Embiid put 52 on the Celtics last night. Lakers uh, closing in on the Clippers. you got the showdown between those two. And if you're a Laker fan, if you can somehow get into that sixth seed and you end up playing Sacramento, and uh, that would be your first-round opponent, I'm sure the Lakers, with their firepower, but also playing great defense going against Sacramento, and Sacramento has a lot of firepower. I mean, historically, the best offensive team in NBA history, but also one of the worst defensive players in uh, defensive teams in NBA history. Poll question for the final hour is going to be what, Seton? Dan, let me look at this. <laughs> I was going to throw up. Winning the Masters this year would be bigger for Rory McIlroy or Tiger Woods. I... Uh... 
Well, it'd be the career Grand Slam for Rory, but if Tiger did this at this age, yeah, this condition, we feel, you know, Rory's got more years to be able to do this. But it's still, it's a, that's a major, no pun intended, yeah. that's, a, that's a big one for him. I would still say if Tiger were, I mean, Tiger's odds are really long. Like, Rory's aren't long. His, he's got the second best odds to win. That's got to be more important for Rory. No? I don't know. I mean, I don't think Tiger goes, ah, I got enough majors that uh, I'm full. I don't need any more. But Rory, Rory needs this to complete the, uh, the Grand Slam. Uh, is uh, Sharif Abdurrahim set sure to join us? Oh, well, let me give you the official introduction. The president of the NBA G League, uh, former associate vice president of operations with the NBA, played 12 seasons in the NBA, former Kings assistant GM, assistant coach. And I got to do, I think, most of the highlights of your career on SportsCenter because it was never Abdul Rahim. It was Sharif Abdul Rahim and uh, had a, a great career there. Good to talk to you. How are you, Sharif? Uh, you might be on mute. I'm doing well. There you, know, you go. There you yeah, go. You know, once a week you you do that on Zoom, so one one of the features. But I'm doing well, man. Uh, how about you? I'm doing great. Uh, how about your Sacramento Kings? Did you take uh, any pride in them making the uh, the playoffs this year? It's really cool. You know, I was. Um, I guess I was on that team that last made the made the playoffs. We lost to San Antonio in six, and um, Sacramento is a, a great town. Great, great fans. Great people. Uh, they they deserve to have a a good team. Um, it was one of the really fun places that that I lived and played. We were, you know, my family we lived there for almost twelve years. So I'm I'm just ecstatic. You know, ownership has has done so well so well there in you know keeping the team there, investing in the team, investing in the city. So it's just, I mean, it's a great. I think it's a great NBA story this year. Um, you know how they the season they've had. They started fast and been able to keep it going. Um, yeah, I'm really I'm really excited, and I I think. Unlike a lot of people, I think that they can get in the playoffs and like actually make some noise. Like I think they're, they're not going to be pushovers. Well, they can score. They can't play any defense. Yeah, but I don't know how many teams are playing defense. Well, defense. the Lakers are playing some pretty good defense. Yeah, the, Lakers, the Lakers get. I mean, I mean, you see what LeBron is doing. Like it's a mate. Like the game he had. I just I caught the clips during our our first round game in the G League, and it's like amazing that you know. 38, 39, 40, whatever he is, what he's doing is is unbelievable. So um, it, it should be fun. Um, the Lakers are going to be tough. But, again, I, 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 I think the Kings are a great story this year. All right. You played against early LeBron, late Michael, prime Kobe. Yeah. Um, Kobe, same draft, same era. Uh, Michael older, obviously, and then early years LeBron. What did you okay? Let's start with LeBron. You first saw him, and your thought was what? It's not possible that he's 18 years old. There's, <laughs> there's no way he's 18 years old. He's a grown, like, I mean, at 18, he was like, you know, 6'8, 250. Like, it's impossible. Um, so just, you know, the, you know, kind of if you were building a basketball player, you know, I think people had said, like, if you built a basketball player, it'd be this guy. Like, if you built a basketball player, it'd be LeBron. You know, that's. You know, just first thoughts. Uh, Kobe, when you first met him. Well, I, you know, is I've known Kobe since we were 16, 17 years old. So, you know, you, you know, it wasn't, you know, like 
Kobe, you know, um, he went from being like jelly beans, his dad played in the NBA, son to like, you know, his own deal. And, um, um, you know, always, you know, talented, always, you know, like focused, but, you know, he turned into, you know, something, you know, iconic and, you know, probably top, you know, whatever player of all time. Um, yeah. You got a story about Kobe? I mean, since you guys went. My, my, best, my best story of Kobe is, is like, a, I think a really innocent story is like being, you know, I'm a year older. So being, you know, 18 and probably 16 or 17 and being at ABCD camp and, um, and T-Neck and, and, um, you know, at that time it was no cell phones. And the way you like talk to your parents was like waiting online at the payphone. And, um, I could remember like I had a good day at camp. He had a, a great day at camp and him being ahead of me online and him talking to his parents. It had to be, you know, Jelly Bean and Pam and him telling them, you know, stuff he was doing, he had dunked on the guy and everything that day and him telling them this. And I'm like, I'm behind him like, man, come on, man, get off the floor. I got to, I want to call my mom. Right. And, um, like that's the, you know, again, like that's like the most innocent story. That's the best story. I mean, all the, you know, um, you know, game winners and trash talk and like great performances. You know, it's a bunch of those, but those, that's the one that kind of sticks with me because it was like, it was, you know, I had a great day at camp. I want to go tell my dad. Yeah. You know, and then you listen to Kobe's great day at camp and it, that's why the phone call is taking so long. Like he, you know, he's going <laughs> to tell everything that he did in camp. We're talking to uh, Sharif Abdurrahim. Um, you, then you got Mike at the end of his career. Yeah. I, just, I mean, Mike was in, in the Bulls. It was like just precision. You know, it was like like clockwork. Everything with him for for me at that point, I didn't see you know progression or early days. I didn't see the growth. But I just caught him. It was like you know this is you can see him like turn on the clock and you know when it was time to go, he went and um, he he was. I mean, he was just a monster. Like you know, you, you caught I caught where I caught him. It was like you know fourth or fifth championship already, and you know. When they came to town, it was like the Beatles, and you know they mess around with you for a couple of quarters. And make, <laughs> you know, really like make you think you had a chance, and then at some point, you know, like Phil called the timeout, and you know it was like okay for like nine minutes, it was like okay now it's over. What happened? And then, but but I also I, I also called him. I played against him later when he went, came back in Washington, and he was still you know great, but probably a little more vulnerable then. And, you know, you, you had a chance. Then you had a chance. Like, you had a chance against him then. Um, but, you know, I, Chicago, Michael Vital is what I remember. You're uh, president of the NBA G League. Does the G League recruit? Can you recruit high school players? Well, we, we do. I would say educate. You know, we have the uh, option for um, the G League Ignite team. You know, past years, we guys like Jalen Green was with us and Jonathan Kaminga. Um, this year, Scoot Henderson um, is, you know, one of one of our guys playing in the G League with us. And he'll, you know, he'll go on and be drafted this year. So I, I'd say we, we probably more educate than recruit. And it's, you know, just been an option that we wanted to provide for really top high school players. I, and I say top players around the world. We, you know, this year we have a young man, Sidney Sissico from France. We have... Um, London, um, London Johnson, um, who has international background, um, 
Baba Karsene from Senegal. So it's, it's become a world team, but I, I'd say, Dan, probably more we educate them and just try to share the option that we have as a place for, for young kids to, to develop. Well, what's the benefit of going to the G League over, let's say LeBron's son, G League or one year in college? What would you yeah, recommend? I, I, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I think it's individual. I think it's personal. I think it's, you know, where the focus of the young man, the, the, the guys that have come to the G League, what I've picked up, is in their mind they're professionals they want to you know kind of live a professional life focus on um developing and preparing for the nba we still you know we still provide them a scholarship or tuition to college and they start taking subclasses but the main focus is like integrating into the nba and nba life they play the full g league season so you know um you know scoot henderson this year he, he lined up against you know of Ty Ty Washington from, you know, the, the Rockets who's on, who would be on assignment or Kennedy Chandler from Memphis. So he's actually playing against, you know, Chris Dunn. He's playing against, you know, NBA players. So you get that, you know, you get that experience. Whereas, you know, he goes in next year. Obviously, it's a learning curve, but, um, you know, he's had those experiences already in playing against professionals. But you spent one year at Cal, but could you have come out of high school and gone right to the NBA? It's so different. Like Garnett did it our high school year, so same high school class um, Kevin was, and you know we just it was just so far away at that time, Dan. You know, like I I never you know in high school I didn't play against NBA players. I only played against a few college players and other high school players. Um, you know, you didn't see all the games. I just think the proximity now makes the 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 kids feel as though they're right there and they can do it. They play pickup in the summer and they like know these guys. Um, I, I just, for me, maturity wise, mentally, I didn't think I could make the jump. Whereas like when I saw Kevin do it, I was like, oh, why? like, you know, I just played against him. I was like, maybe I could have, um, but it was just so, you know, it, the proximity wasn't there. It didn't feel as close. You weren't as connected to it. Um, uh, but I mean, these guys now, I mean, you know, all the training and, you know, playing against other NBA guys, like they can. You know, Rod Strickland was the one I was I was doubtful of playing him in a complete G League season when we first started. And Rod Strickland, you know, he was with us at the time. He's gone on now to be the head coach at LIU Brooklyn. And he said to me, like, no, he's like, they could do it. You know, he's like, they're good enough. And, you know, he was he was right. How surprised were you that the NBA is going to, you know, keep the one and done? That uh, I, I thought that we were moving towards letting, you know, these guys come out of high school and go right to the NBA. Yeah, you know, like when you, I mean, I've been a part of it now on both sides, like being a player and, um, you know, now working at the league office, you know, those things are a lot of times when we have these conversations, it's, um, it's fluid, right? And, you know, you get into it and, you know, sometimes you come out of, come out in a different place. I think, I think also from, from one thing that's interesting is when we first started talking about, um, ending one and done or, you know, changing the age limit that, uh, the landscape is totally different, right? Like at the time, you didn't have NIL, you didn't have the transfer portal. I think a lot of the movement was like, okay, it's fair for young kids. You didn't have a G League that a lot of, I think a lot of, a lot of it was like, it's fair that young kids should be able to go earn a living. I think you can, you know, you see it now with some of the college kids going back to school, some coming to G League. They have those options. So maybe it's not the same, you know, uh, momentum as, as it was in the beginning. Did you ever see a grizzly when you were in Vancouver? 
I never saw a grizzly. Yeah, I didn't think you did. I didn't think <laughs> no, you did. I don't know why it's a grizzly. That's a good question. <laughs> I like the uniforms, though. Yeah, the 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 new the, the new ones are, are ours. You the the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yeah, you know I tell people and they become really popular. Like those till ones, we hated the till ones. Like we hated we hated the um the the ones that are really popular now. Like that till we didn't like wearing those. Um, maybe my second or third year they made us like an alternate robes. It was a black one that said Vancouver, and we we always asked like pack the pack those and. Our equipment guy, he's like, well, they make me, you know, you got to wear these till ones so many times. And we're like, okay, don't, you know, when we go to New York, when we go play in the garden, we don't want to wear those. Put on. Yeah, you know? well, it's like, where it was the Hornets had teal. Like, teal became a big color there for a while. Yeah, but, I mean, somebody, whoever was, like, doing the marketing and brand, they had it right because it's, like, I see people, they, they sell like crazy even still, so. Well, we always love the the throwback, the retro. We don't like it in the moment, but then after the fact, we look back and we're like, those are dope, man. Yeah, my son, he loves them. Like, he's like, man, he's like, you got any laying around? I was like, you know, something like that. I said, man, we really did not like those uniforms. Do you have a, a big country uh, story? My, I mean, my fondest memories of a country is is um, getting them, getting them out of Gans in the summer, having them come to Atlanta, where I'm from, and hang out with me, um, and like meet my family, and you know, where he was from. I mean, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but it's like 500 people in his town, and him coming and actually being in Atlanta and having fun and walking around. You know, like country. <laughs> he like, he like actually dipped, like you know, like. Like you know, like tobacco. You like yeah. dip, you know, regularly. It, and I never, you know, I'm 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 from Georgia, so I had like family from you know a, a more rural part of Georgia that did it. But I never saw a basketball player dip. Um, so that was like that was like always you know interesting to me. Like as soon as he got off the court, he'd go get his can and he'd like spitting in his can. I'm like, man, what are you? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't dipping during games, was he? No, he didn't dip during the oh, game. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He took it out. Again. Great to talk to you, Sharif. Hope you're doing well, and uh, congrats on uh, the G League. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to see you, there, Sharif Abdurrahim, president of the uh, G League. <laughs> Every one of his highlights. They would give me Vancouver Grizzly highlights because they know that I, would, I just love watching Sharif Abdurrahim and love saying his name. And then later it became uh, Craig Kilborn would uh, have a takeoff the clash that uh, Sharif don't like it or, you know, rock the Casbah. I think it was uh, Kilby who uh, did that. All right, let me take a break. We'll get to phone calls, and I don't know what else we have here. We'll, we'll figure it out here. Uh, we're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive, how you drive, where you drive, and... They have the easy-to-use tire decision guide, personalized tire recommendation. Going to get it in probably two minutes. Yes, personalized, right for you. And they sell only the best. They got the Pirelli tires, ship fast and free. And they have uh, one, well, around 10,000, around 10,000 recommended installers. So you can find one of over 10,000. And you can also get mobile tire installation available in a lot of areas. New tires brought to your home or office and they install them on site. takes them about an hour to do so. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan, and you'll see the Pirelli test results, special offers that they have, and uh, they, have a, they have a test track there at the uh, headquarters, TireRack.com. And uh, if you're shopping for tires, there's only one place to go. 
It's quick, convenient, and unbelievably friendly people to help you. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Light. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. What's the reasoning behind this one, Marv? It's another song I'm sick of. Now, this started where we know there's going to be the overcoverage of Caitlin Clark next year. And it's like when you like a song and then they play it too often. That's the genesis behind this. Right. It, it becomes, uh, man, you got to uh, listen to this song. And then it's too much. And you're like, oh, man, I really wish they would stop playing mm. this song all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Caitlin Clark was. You got to watch her. You got to watch her. Now it's there's too much of her. It's not her fault. Right, correct. She's not overrated. She'll be overcovered. Correct. Okay. 
The Premier League on NBC streaming on Peacock. The title race continues. Manchester City, they're putting the pressure on a team trying to stay out of relegation. Southampton. That's uh, 1230 Eastern on NBC and streaming on Peacock. A couple of phone calls. Oh, Barry in Santa Fe is back. Hi, Barry. What's on your mind? Good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. And I'd like to wish everybody, especially Dan and Fritzy, a happy Pesach, which uh, for you, Goyim, is Passover. Uh, may, your, may your year be filled with nachich and kvelling. <laughs> And also, suck at Packers. Let's go already. All right. Thank you, Barry. I don't know why that came in. Did he say, oh, the Jets? Because He's a the Jets Packers. Fan. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Barry. Yeah. Packers. Now, I guess there's, I don't know if it's a report or an opinion, but uh, maybe the Niners would be interested in Aaron Rodgers if uh, the Jets can't come up with a deal with the Packers. Uh, wake me when it's over. It feels like we're going to get to the draft, and then it's finally going to be, you know, the Packers. And, and you know, I brought this up at the time. When, when this first happened, I said, you know, the Jets are all in, slobbering all over Aaron Rodgers. And I go, the Packers got some leverage here. They don't want him back, but they know that you really want him. Now what are you going to get in return for him? And if you're San Francisco, now if I'm Green Bay, there's no way that I'm trading Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco. I'm not going to allow him to stay in the NFC. He's going to the AFC. Somehow, some way, even if we have to lower what our demand is. Yes, Paul. So the 49ers Rodgers air quote story was floated out there by Craig Carton, the radio host. And he said uh, the 49ers could be ready to pounce if the Jets fall through. It's very unclear whether he's reporting it or is his opinion. Hmm. But once it happened, I could find you 20 other headlines that say, report 49ers looking at Aaron Rodgers, 49ers engaged in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I don't know if Craig has an opinion or, you know, it's it's uh, an informed opinion or a source there, but I think just how it's framed, it felt like, hey, this could happen. Okay. It could happen. Or he could stay in Green Bay. I guess that could happen. Or he could go to the Jets. And then you have the Mac Jones situation where Mike Florio says that uh, Belichick is shopping Mac Jones and did so in the offseason to multiple teams. Now, that's a report because Florio then goes on to say the full list of potential destinations isn't known, but the teams mentioned are the Raiders, Texans, Buccaneers, and Commanders. Uh, Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo, the Raiders already got Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, they want Mac Jones there? Jones has two years left under the uh, rookie deal and uh, before the fifth-year option would apply. Do you want Mac Jones? Has Bill Belichick done Mac Jones dirty here? Didn't surround him with anything. You had a defensive coordinator as your offensive coordinator this past season. That didn't go well. And now you want to put him out to pasture here. Yeah, Paul. If you wanted to trade for Mac Jones, he'd be going into year three. You would have to pay him... $2 million this year and 2.7. That, that's as low as it gets for a possible starting quarterback who's completely under contract for you. So from a, if someone wants to take a chance on him, you don't have to give up much financially. Now, Florio says the Raiders are the ones to keep watching. Jimmy Garoppolo's contract lands at the low end of middle class for starters, and Jones has two years left. All right. What are you giving up? 
Is Belichick going to help out uh, Josh McDaniels here? Yes. Yeah, I don't even know why you would have to get rid of him. Keep him as a backup for $2 million a year. Uh, wait, you're keeping Garoppolo? Keep, keep, or no, keep Mac Jones, I'm saying. As a backup where? Keep him in uh, New England, right? Oh, I don't think that'd go well. Maybe not, but <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? What's, what's his real trade value? I don't think you're going to get a first-round pick for him. And yeah. You spent, what, the 15th pick in the draft a couple of years ago. And is Bailey Zappi going to be your quarterback? Or would the Patriots, if I'm a Patriot fan, and you go, wait, what are we doing? And then if, if the game plan is, we're going to do this, maybe get a pick that we can use to send to the Ravens, and then maybe we sign Lamar Jackson. And if you're Bill Belichick, how long do you want to continue coaching when your team is going to be the fourth best team in that division? You don't have a quarterback. And if Rodgers goes to the Jets, Josh Allen's still in Buffalo. Now, you can say Tua is the starter right now, but those teams are better than your teams. And what is he, 70 years of age? You know, Do you want to coach five more years? And if so, would you like to coach Lamar Jackson? Well, that would revitalize him, reinvigorate a, a Pat's offense. And you get him right now. If not, I wonder... How much longer do you want to be nine and eight, eight and nine? Because I don't see it. You know, the ceiling isn't too high. The floor is a little bit lower than it used to be. Yeah, Paul. I saw a bunch of stories uh, saying Seattle may take Anthony Richardson out of Florida, who is a development project, according to all reports. That's the same thing I was wondering. If you're Pete Carroll, now you have Geno Smith. Now you're also going to think about developing a quarterback, or yeah, but he needs to be developed. Yeah, I guess it makes sense there because Geno is is a short term prospect. Yeah, and I would say to Gino, hey, you're going to get two years here as the starter. But, uh, you know, if you play well, you keep him on the bench. And if not, he's going to be our eventual star. I could see something like that happening. You know, the reaction on Anthony Richardson is remarkable. Just off a of pro day, remarkable. And talking to a source about this, I said, what about the games? Like watching the games. And they said, uh, you know, my source said there's such a hit or miss feeling to him. He's a home run strikeout type quarterback right now. But if, if you get the right person, right quarterback coach with him or the right offense with him, then maybe you can capitalize on him. Maybe you could have him in an offense that, you know, featured Cam Newton, that style of offense there, because he's as good, if not better athlete than Cam Newton according to my source. Yeah, Paul. I, I see you mentioned Cam Newton. There's a lot of stories out there that try to compare him to Cam Newton, and his production is even close. Even the, the one year, uh, Anthony Richardson had 2,500 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, and nine, nine picks. That's, that's really nothing special. No. Cam Newton had uh, 3,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, and seven picks. Oh, by the way, he ran for 1,500 yards <laughs> to lead the SEC in Russia. Well, you, you watch these players, and this is where I would always caution these GMs, not that they want to listen to me, but they should. This guy played one year. Zach Wilson played one year. I need more than that. Like, give me at least two years to work on here. Because I might see something you know, one year with Sam Darnold and then see something the next year or something with Will Levis one year and then the next year. And I know a lot of this depends on what's the supporting cast because Josh Allen at Wyoming uh, didn't have much of a supporting cast. Uh, Jordan Love, one year did, one year didn't. And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't 
know how good he is. But at least I had two years of a sample size. When you have one, man, I get nervous. Uh, who is it? Uh, uh, Willis? Uh, Malik Willis. I got one year, right? Uh, I mean, I go back to when the Bengals took Achilles Smith out of Oregon. It's, it's one year. I got to have more than that because I need to see the highs and lows. You, if you're going to play and you're going to play at a high level for a good team, how good are you when you need to be great? Or, you know, you throw an interception. What happens? Your team's down. You know, can you lead comebacks? You know, how much adversity did Zach Wilson face at BYU? What, one game against Coastal Carolina? That was it. Coastal Carolina. And then you're going into the NFL? And Trey Lance, how much adversity did you face? Zero? Yeah, Paul. I was going back and looking at Cam Newton's college stats. He could have won the Heisman without throwing a pass. He led the SEC, not not you know, not uh, at quarterbacks running the ball, at running backs running the ball. He ran for 1,500 yards. Second was Niall Davis and Marcus Lattimore. So he could have won the Heisman if he threw no passes at Auburn. And then he also threw for 30. Yeah, but Manziel led the SEC in rushing yeah. as well. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's, that's pretty, that's high-end stuff. Yeah. Once again, Manziel had one of the great seasons in college football history. It didn't quite work out for him. And I don't know, you know, watching Cam, he just never got better as a passer, it felt like. I think Steve Smith saved him his rookie year. Steve was great. And I think Cam threw for 4,000 yards, but... You know, Will Levis, he's not a finished product, but then they're already talking about his delivery. Did you see the pictures of him, the before and after pictures? And then one NFL executive said that the Kentucky quarterback was a narcissist because he was posting photos of how he looked in his body before and then after. And he was labeled a narcissist because he was posting pictures of, hey, look at my body. And that's a negative, right? Right. I, I guess it is. <laughs> it just feels like that's what everybody does now. Like, here's a picture of me. This is the way I used to look. And Will Levis did it, and that, that was a negative there. Yes, yes, Mark. Look, if this was 1986, Fritzy would have had his shirt off taking oh, photos all over the okay. ground. Look, if I look like that for one day, I'd walk <laughs> around with no shirt. Marvin, Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas <laughs> to you too. But yeah. put a shirt on. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, it, that's cold out. No, not that cold. No, no. It's always beach weather. Yeah, Paul. I just looked it up. Will Levis's last two games at Kentucky, he played without a jersey on. No, that, is, that is me first. Come on. That's, no. That is a narcissist. I got the video. Yeah. But how about if he looked one way, like really jacked, and then he was you know, really skinny, <laughs> and he posted that? Would he be a narcissist if he did it the other way? If he was losing weight, losing muscle? I, he makes me nervous, though. Mel Kuyper loves him, and I certainly respect Mel, but I just didn't see it with Will Levis. And, you know, people will say, well, he played at Kentucky. Okay, can we make up our mind? Is Kentucky a football school? Because <laughs> they, they said they were, but then they're not really. He's got talent, but, you know, I, it just feels like that's it makes me nervous. You're going to go, hey, I'm going to take him, you know, for, the Colts are going to take him, you know? Yeah, Marv. Yeah, I wouldn't say football school. Doesn't the coach get a bonus for, like, winning seven games? I wouldn't call that a football school exactly. Yeah. Will Levis is jacked, though. Back to you. Yeah, thank, thank you, Mark. Yeah, Paul. 
I'm looking at these Will Levis's before and after pictures from three months ago. There's a lot of lighting involved. I mean, he was already jacked. It wasn't like he looked like me in December and all of a sudden is an Adonis. There's no Photoshop and no Kardashian. No, he's stuff in this going room. On. He's in this room where there's no top light. It's a kind of ambient light of the room, and you're like, oh, he's jacked. And this other room, there's like three different lights, it's like a Beyonce video, and you could see all his muscles. It's all like right. you had mood lighting here. Okay, would that be a negative? If you're an NFL coach or GM and you saw that, Fritzy, would that be a negative? Do you post photos of your body? I don't love it, but I don't see why that would be the difference. If you're that on the fence and that's going to decide whether you take this guy or not, then you can't take him. If that's going to be Seaton, what about you? No. Nah. No problem with it? No, of course not. Marv? None. All right, Paulie? I don't have a problem with him posting it. I don't want a jacked quarterback on my team. That has, it doesn't help me at all win football games. I'd actually prefer someone who's in casual shape. Okay, but then we look at Bryce Young, and all we keep hearing is he's so small, and and you know that, and that's a negative. Yeah, I, but I don't think making I don't think being jacked makes you less susceptible to injury. I know he's, you're bigger, but you know Ben Roethlisberger was a big guy, and I know he wasn't jacked, but like he was big. Yes, ton. Is Bryce Young should he be taking pictures of himself reaching the top <laughs> shelf at the supermarket? Look, I can reach the cookie jar. I'm good, oh, I'm good. see with the height there. Okay. Uh, Jay in Rochester. Hi, Jay. What's on your mind today? Hey, now, guys. Uh, 5'7", one one soft, 175. So. There it is. So, Embiid is definitely the MVP in the Eastern Conference and for Philly. But as we all know, Larry was the last guy to get three straight. And Jokic is basically doing what Larry did besides he hasn't won an NBA championship yet, averaging 25, 10, and 9.5. His entire team is always involved. They're first place in in the Western Conference, basically the NBA. And when they win, they win by 8 to 10 points. You know, they're they're beating teams up pretty good. And Jokic is basically – commanding a really good basketball team because they're all good because of him. Yeah, but but he got rewarded the last two years because of that. Embiid is now getting rewarded this year. You could, Embiid's going to win the MVP, and I'll still go back to what I've said before. Giannis, to me, is the best player in the game. Embiid is having a wonderful season. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This feels like it'd be a Friday song, Marv. This song was everywhere in 2004. Everywhere. You couldn't escape it. Especially my house. And this started (laughs) because of Caitlin Clark somehow, that we were saying that you love a song until it's overplayed, and now there's going to be the overcoverage of Caitlin Clark next year. Is that what, is that what we're yes, – how this started? Okay. Exactly. All right, just letting people know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not calling her a one-hit wonder, and she is – she's not overrated. She's overcovered. All right, uh, let me see. Dave in Laguna Beach. Hi, Dave. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dan. Uh, I know a little off topic today, but a uh, couple quick things. Pitch clock. Uh, last two Sundays, I'm out in spring training, go to a Cubs game, uh, 105 start, beautiful sunny day in Scottsdale, an area you know well and appreciate. Uh, game's over at 3 o'clock. feel like I got gypped out of an hour in the beautiful <laughs> sun. Same thing last uh, Sunday at Petco Park. Game's over in about two hours and ten minutes. With all the parking, the concession lines, Typically, I like to sit for a few hours and then do a, or about three or four innings, do a little lap around the stadium, and then come back. And uh, So, Dave, Dave, you're saying the games are too fast. Well, you know what? When you're there on a beautiful, sunny Sunday afternoon, uh, there is a huge <laughs> drawback 
to a game being over in about two hours and 15 minutes. You feel like you got gypped out of an hour. All right. Well, I didn't know we would get backlash or that kind of backlash. But now, can you imagine the teams? Because the teams want you there longer at the ballpark to spend more money. And I'm wondering, I wonder what concessions will be. How much money are they going to make compared to previous years? Because if the games go shorter, you start to do the math and how many hours are you taking away from you at the ballpark buying something? Yeah, Paul. What if concessions were open for two hours and 15 minutes after first pitch? And then whatever the ending is, the ending is. Because, I mean, that's arbitrary, the ending. They could, they could be, you know, if the game was long, it could be. Well, I want, I'm going to keep it open the whole time. You think it's going to be till nine innings now? Well, I don't think they could do beer, but I'm talking about everything else. But I'm wondering what this is going to do. Let's say the games are 30 minutes less. So you start to do the math, you know, 250 hours maybe that you're not going to be buying something because the game is going to be over with. And I don't know if owners are going to be like, how do we offset that? How do we make up that lost revenue from, you know, the previous years here? Rich in North Carolina. Hi, Rich. What's on your mind today? Dan, how are you doing today? First Good, buddy. Time, long time. Yep. 6-2-225. I want to go back to the Masters. It's the greatest week of the year. And uh, I'm just, I want to get your take on why there's such a high level of animosity between the two tours. Because the way I look at it is if you're working with somebody and they go on to a better job for better benefits, better pay, whatever, you wish them luck. I don't understand why. But they're trying to take away from your tour, your job. They're trying to hurt the PGA tour. They want nothing better than to take down the PGA tour. It's not that they're just going to the live tour. They want to go and get money, but they also want to be able to uh, be eligible to play in these events. And, and, and that's the difference. Greg Norman has made no secret of the fact that he's adversarial. He, he does it and he detests the PGA Tour. And the players got their money. But if you went for the money, then you shouldn't be worried about playing in these majors. You went for the money. And what they're going to do is make sure you don't qualify, have enough points to be able to be a part of Ryder Cup teams or play in the majors. Now, the Masters, has they play by their own rules, but... That's probably what's going to happen here. And then we're going to find these players. And I mean, you don't think about these players on the Live Tour. I mean, Brooks Kepka would love to see him on PJ Tour. Dustin Johnson or Cam Smith. I mean, did anybody see Brooks Kepka's win last year or last week? And the answer is no, you didn't. But, you know, that's the difference here. PJ Tour is adapting. You know, I know Phil Mickelson wants to take credit, which is like, you start a fire and then you want to get credit for putting it out. Uh, PGA tour players will benefit here. The live tour players. And if one wins at Augusta, that doesn't mean like, yes, that's a win for the live tour. You spent hundreds of millions of dollars on these players. They should be good. If not, there should be consequences. Like, you know what? If you don't perform at a certain level, then we'll get rid of you. I you're, pen, you're spending so much money. I mean, Phil Mickelson, reportedly, $200 million. I'd wear the logo, too, but I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't be complaining about not being able to play on the PGA Tour. I'd just say, I got my money. You want to play 54 holes every event? You want to have loud music and wear shorts? You can smoke cigars, wear sombreros. I don't care because you're, you're irrelevant now. <laughs> 
And that's unfortunate because I'd love to see Cam Smith, who is playing, he's in his prime. And I'd love to see him be able to compete against these other players. But they chose. They chose the money. And I don't begrudge you. You want to go make more money? Good for you. Just don't come back. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Hey, guys. In 1965, do you guys remember what the penalty flag, the color of the penalty flags was? Anyone? Red. White. They used to throw white laundry on the field, and then it was changed to bright gold in 1965. Hmm. I wonder why. Hmm. Easier to find from the stands, I guess. 1967, Will Chamberlain set an NBA playoff record with 41 rebounds in a game. Kareem and Abdul- he did it against the Celtics. He did it against Bill Russell. In 84, Kareem broke Wilt's record of uh, regular season scoring, 31-4-19. Mm-hmm. And in 1999, one of my favorite stats, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds was intentionally walked for the 270th time in his career, passing Hank Aaron. 270 was the all-time record at that time. Where did Barry Bonds finish with total intentional walks in his career? Anyone? 500. 688. 688? <laughs> that is over a season of at-bats where he did not get to swing at the ball. And if you look at his number, 8% of his time he hit home runs, you would tack on another 55 home runs to his record. He would have hit over 800 home That's runs. That's right. Yeah. On this date, 1989, Oral Hershiser's streak of 59 consecutive scoreless innings comes to an end. In the first inning of a loss to the Cincinnati Reds. All right, let's go around the room. What we learned on the program, Todd, I'll start with you. Joel Embiid gets the bulk of the attention, but shout out to teammate James Harden understanding his role and doing it well these days. Yes, yes. I do think that he has been admirable this year. 21 and 11, and maybe it's a different playoff James Harden. Seton O'Connor. According to Mike Tirico, the people at Augusta National are very nice. <laughs> If he would have said, you know, they're really mean people, they're not nice at all, that would have been interesting. You know, they kind of think they're a big yeah, deal. Yeah. Hey, Marv. Todd hates regular season rematches. Uh, yeah. Uh, Paulie? Sharif Abdul Rahim. Sharif Abdul Rahim. Discover credit cards. Do something pretty awesome at the end of the first year. They automatically double the cash back. You've earned cash back from trips and restaurants all doubled. Check out the terms and see for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Talk to you tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The fully electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is innovation on a magnificent scale. Available with the epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
you know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.